1: Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you, and that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary.
0: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
1: Day two of the tampering window was pretty slow, not just for the Bengals, but for the entire NFL. But why haven't the Bengals done anything? Let's get into it.
2: You are Locked On Bengals. Your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake go along with your host, James Rapine. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network here on Lockdown Bengals, bringing you coverage of your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. So go subscribe on YouTube, hit the follow button anywhere you get your podcasts. We will be delivered to your devices via notification when we upload our content every day for your listening pleasure or viewing pleasure. And you can join that first listen club with all the other Bengals fans out there checking out Lockdown Bengals to start their days. And, James, the Bengals didn't do anything, at least as of the time of recording, which is about 8.40 p.m. Eastern time here on Tuesday night. No new moves for the Bengals on Tuesday. Samaj Piran leaves for greener pastures, and by greener I mean money. Samaj Castro, Get that money. Get that money. Uh, about three point seven five million per year for him on a well, exactly three point seven five million per year for him, seven and a half million dollar deal over two years with the Denver Broncos. More than I thought Samaje Piram was going to get. Good for him. I thought he was a solid player, a great RB two for the Bengals. Leaves a void on pass snaps for the Bengals in the backfield where he was heavily used as a pass protector and as uh, a checkdown receiver. And, uh, you know, just in terms of efficiency at RB2, the veteraniness of Samaj Pirine and taking what was there, getting downhill, getting those four or five yards when they were available is something the Bengals would need to replace. And we could be looking at an entirely revamped running back room with the departure of Samaj Pirine, which wasn't entirely unexpected. I thought they probably would want him back, but not at this number. I do not fault the Bengals for, for not going as high as Denver went on p ryan james and so the bengals now stand to gain three compensatory picks i don't think that's how things are going to finish though and uh there's a lot of bengals fans out there that are feeling the pressure feeling the anxiety mm-hmm. of bengals free agencies long past we haven't felt this for a few years with the bengals of when is that move going to happen yep is it? Is get it, 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 it. going to come
3: yeah i get it i understand it and it's um it's something that, look, my, my phone has been blown up like I'm Adam Schefter, but it's not insider news. It's, hey, what are the Bengals doing? What are they doing? Are they going to sign this guy? Oh my God, P. Ryan left. What are they doing? Is this like P. Ryan? I'm getting some AJ P. Ryan texts because he left. And, and look, that's what happens when you haven't made any outside additions. If the Bengals had added a running back or added a safety or added a position that, you know, it, Resigned Hayden Hurst I think people would have calmed a little but as of now like you said none of that has happened and let, let's let's talk about the safety spot a little bit because I think people are panicking some first off I'm not dealing with your Daxel slander Dax is going to be a really really good football player elite athlete there's no reason to believe that he won't transition and be a good safety maybe great safety for the Cincinnati Bengals I get it's an unknown but that's a a natural transition for a first round pick. And that's what he was last year. We knew he was going to start. The other part of this, Lou Anarumo talking about it too. They've scouted the safeties. They've looked at all the the free agent safeties. He said, I hope we get one that fits us best. They're looking and they're in the market. And I, I think it's part of it's the Bengals, but part of it's the NFL. As of now, it's been kind of a slow, slow burn when it comes to to some of these position groups and some of these top players, Mike Gasicki, a guy we talked about on, on Sunday's show, Monday show, technically he's out there as is every single big name tight end, including mm-hmm. Hayden Hurst. Right. And, and so we could go down the line here and yeah, a lot of the big name safeties, I would say, you know, Jesse Bates headlining them it, is gone. Um, but, but a lot of them are still available. If the Bengals could get Juan Thornhill, to go along with Bax Hill, to me, I don't know if that would be a better one-two punch than they had last year at safety, but it's more versatile. It's more athletic. It's younger. There's a lot of benefits to it, to me. And so my message would be, take a second, breathe. And yes, the Bengals better do something. Totally agree with you. But let's see what they do first before we make this final verdict, because free agency hasn't even officially started as we've recorded this. It's, uh, it's just the legal tampering period and there are a lot of a lot of top talent in by top talent, I don't mean superstars, but top talent is still available and top targets for the Bengals are still available that could complete this roster. So let's
1: just take a second and see what they do. What moves have happened, James? because I went through this exercise and I'll tell you my answer before you tell me yours, but what players have signed deals or what trades have happened that you would have wanted the Bengals to be in on uh, the, well, the, the Shaq, uh, Shaq Mason deal, the trade. I, I, they, I would have liked the Bengals to have considered that option. I would have liked the Bengals to have considered to play left for... guard
3: though. Cause I sure.
1: thought about that, Yes, but he's a right guard. He's a stud okay. right guard. He's
3: really good. You know, he is really good at right guard. You're not moving Kappa. He's your best lineman. Right. Because I thought about that, too. I agree with you. I mean, you're getting him for pennies.
1: Yeah, and so, like, there, there's a couple of trades. Stefan Gilmore, I would have yes. at least kicked the tires on that trade. Fifth I would be, be looking at Laramie Tunzel and, and at least finding out what the price is, right? Maybe the price doesn't fit what you want to do, but I would at least be interested. There, there's no indication the Bengals are playing in any trade markets. Not that we even know necessarily but we we do know that the bengals are notoriously uh difficult to trade with according to other nfl teams and anonymous sources when surveyed uh, about front offices in the nfl year in year out so we, we know that that is out there but like what other moves have happened where it's like oh yeah the bengals should have been in on the in on that move maybe von bell maybe you think the bengals should have done the von bell deal right maybe uh ogro the, the brown sign maybe, maybe you yeah. like that deal maybe uh, i don't know name a guy
3: well can, can i mention that because i think there are, are some that say the the von bell deal for example i can't for sure say that right now let me see what happens right. to these other safeties right i like and i this isn't hindsight i went after juan thornhill in our our uh you know, preview our free agency plans essentially is I was like, oh well, why not try to get a little young? He's not much, but a little younger, more athletic. You let Dax hill uh, move around a bit more. And I get the familiarity with Von Bell and being familiar is is great. And I think he's a really good player. I think the Bengals might be able to upgrade that spot. I don't think Dax might Dax might not be as good as Jesse Bates was in year five and year two in his first year starting but I think he's got a heck of a ceiling. And so there's one um, uh, other deals though. I, I'll just, and, and there might be one or two that slip through the cracks, but not many. There, there aren't point, many. Right?
1: I, it's like, like I understand
3: that like the Darren like... Waller trade or do you want that contract? Like, I don't think so. I mean, right. There's reliable, there's unreliable. I like, I like the idea of it, but uh, I, th- uh, there's nothing that really stands out to me. Uh, so far that's happened that the bengals should be kicking themselves including Jawan taylor 20 million a year we talked about this before we
1: started recording it's a lot that's a whole lot of money jake it's a bit of a gamble right and if there's a tackle that you're going to spend money on maybe maybe you overpay on one because what do we say before free agency maybe it's time to just go overpay and, mm-hmm. and get a guy and that's what yep. the chiefs did um and and then we turn around and be critical of the contract because it is an overpay and it's maybe more of an overpay than we expected. But the point I'm trying to make here is yes, it's fair to be frustrated that nothing has happened, but look around the NFL and in general, nothing has happened. The 49ers made a big splash at the top of the interior defensive line market. The chiefs made a big splash in Juwan Taylor, who we've been uh, skeptical of, and maybe he works out there, right? We've talked about Mm -hmm. the reasons that it could work out there. We talked about it yesterday, but when you look at the specific things that have happened so far, there aren't a ton of things where you're like, oh, the Bengals should have been all over that. There are a few. Like Kelvin Beach going back to Arizona at the price he went back to Arizona for. You know, I, I would have been on that. We DM'd about that last night. I sent you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Three I mean, million dollars. Whew. Yeah. And, and whatever he, it was. He, it was he's so low. Way in his thirties. But if I'm the Bengals, like that price is is where I'm at. A for, million for per decade, tackle. baby. <laughs> Right. Uh, Let's talk about who's left, though, James, because, you know, we've alluded to this. These markets haven't moved at some positions that I think the Bengals are targeting in the markets we think they're going to play in. So let's get into some of those guys that are still out there, some of these positions and what the Bengals can do to make free agency great coming up next. The NBA
3: trade deadline has passed. And well, now you have to decide who is a real contender, not a pretender, a real contender. Are the Sacramento Kings the two-seed in the West? The Sacramento Kings. Maybe you're bullish on them. Maybe you think that LeBron and the Lakers, even without LeBron, that they're going to make a run to the postseason and then make a run when they get there. The point is, is you need to get the FanDuel right now because you can withdraw on all of those things and so much more. FanDuel is America's number one sports book because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance to add a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So maybe you want to say, all right, LeBron James is going to hit the over with points. Anthony Davis over in rebounds. Anthony Davis certainly not hitting the over in points right now. Oh, shot at Anthony Davis. Don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet by going to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more about the no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily with 24 seven U S based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See
1: terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, James, let's talk about some of the guys that are still out there that can make this free agency a successful one for the Cincinnati Bengals because a lot of the guys that we talked about, as potential targets for the Bengals in free agency are still available. Almost all of them, in fact, are still available. And, and we can start at the safety position because this is one where I think there are a lot of indications from rumblings to Lou Anarumo straight up saying mm-hmm. it would be nice to have a veteran in the room where the the only guys that have signed are like, Donovan Wilson goes back to the Cowboys for $8 million a year. Jimmy Ward goes to the Texans. Obviously, Bates signs the, the big deal with Atlanta, but Jordan Poyer, who I don't necessarily think is in the cards for the Bengals, still out there, unsigned. Mm-hmm. C.J. Jo- uh, Gardner-Johnson retweeting the Bengals stuff again on Tuesday night after he deleted the previous Ooh. retweets of Bengals stuff. And, uh, you know, that's probably a negotiating tactic or whatever, but he's back. Whatever whatever happened last night, he's back to retweeting stuff today. Julian Love, Taylor Rapp, Juan Thornhill, Adrian Amos, John Johnson, Nasir Adderley. That's a lot of guys that can come be a veteran safety and can probably do a lot of what Von Bell did, and some of those could be better players.
3: Mm-hmm. I agree, and that's that's why I don't want to – you don't want to be overly critical, but you don't want to just be completely passive. And I think – It's pretty simple. Of course, they need to do something. But I'm not going to torch them and be really really critical of them when they could potentially get better at that spot. And there are multiple guys still out there, multiple options, realistic options, not pie-in-the-sky, Jesse Bates type of contracts, where you could see these guys come to Cincinnati, one of them, and suddenly you feel pretty good about that safety room. So I don't want to... Completely dismiss it, like I said. At the same time, you're right. You just went through, what, four options? I think there's at least like four maybe, options.
1: There's you said eight, Maybe six, uh, I mean, seven, eight. Yeah, I mean, it's a yeah, lot. Of guys.
3: I, I mean, it, it, and it depends, right? Are you talking about upgrading or getting the same? And, and so the same, to me, would be a slight downgrade because of familiarity. But if, if well, you're telling me... Bates.
1: Going from Bates to Hill, like, maybe, we'll see. It's well, it's, it's hard.
3: It, it would be like going from Bates 2022 to Bates first year starting like that's a, that's a big leap and so Dax Hill going to have some growing pains but I think he's going to be really good and I, I don't think that's a, a secret that I, I think he's he's going to be good and I'm bullish on him but there are a lot of guys and if you're worried about the comp picks then John Johnson the third year guy by the way he was a captain I was doing a little more research everyone loves captains he was a captain with the uh with the Rams and so you never know. I it randomly stumbled into that, and it's like, oh, well, the Bengals have drafted captains. He was a captain with Sean McVay. You never know.
1: You can see it. I don't know how worried about comp picks they really are. I know I've talked about it a lot. That could just be me projecting, just so everybody's like clear about that. I think that when you have a third-round comp pick available to you, that's worth paying attention to. The, the fifth and the seventh rounders that they're in line for because of the Von Bell and the uh, Samaj AP Ryan deals. I don't think you even think about those. Those aren't even part of the calculus. And furthermore, I would say the third rounder, if you could go get a guy you think is a really good fit for your team, I wouldn't worry about the third rounder either. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a way where you can target the guys that, that are going to fit your team and, and help you be in that Super Bowl contention uh, part of the NFL again. And you can perhaps keep that third round pick. That's all I'm talking about when we talk about the comp picks.
3: Sure. And and I think they're aware of the third rounder, of course. They know. And at this stage now, because with every day that passes, regardless of the tier, I feel like the money, there's a chance that the money goes down or becomes more reasonable for their targets. I think they're trying to they're hopeful that they can find a way to do that and still keep that third rounder. They're not going to sweat about a Samaj JP comp pick, mm-hmm. but if you can keep that third rounder, the big money free agent that you lose in Jesse Bates, that's, that's nice when it comes to to future. That doesn't mean it's going to stop them from signing one of these safeties or signing a running back to replace Samaj Piron or signing a tight end. That might not be Hayden Hurst, but it's, uh, it's certainly something to take into account and, like I said the longer this goes the less likely it is that you impact that that third rounder and and not that that's what's keeping them back I don't want that and that's been like the, the narrative all oh, they're worried about complex. I don't think it's that but you also didn't get like a stud right tackle right that would fill in for Jesse Bates and you don't feel like any of these safeties are Jesse Bates you're not going to spend that type of money on his replacement because you already have Dax Hill and you're going to sign someone that isn't at that tier of, of money. So why not try to, to protect that third rounder if you can't.
1: Right. They, they drafted Dax Hill last year because they knew Jesse Bates was leaving. Right. We all agree on that. You talk about tight end. I mean, though.
3: yeah, I, I would say that's fair for, for the most part. And he's the best player on their board,
1: but yeah, that's a big part. Of I it. mean, it's a big part of it. Like if they think, I mean, maybe they draft him anyway, but it's at maybe. least an insurance,
3: but then point. Bell, then Bell would have, then Bell would have been out the door, and we wouldn't have even talked about them resigning. It,
1: right. You know. So. Uh, but but on the tight end topic, since you mentioned, maybe they bring in a tight end. I mean, the, the markets where we thought the Bengals were going to sign guys have not moved at all. Dalton Schultz, Mike Gesicki, Hayden Hurst, Austin Hooper, Foster Moreau, Irv Smith, Robert Tanyan, Mercedes Lewis, some of the top tight ends still out there. The guys that have signed deals at tight end, you tell me if you've heard of them. Tell me in the comments. If you've heard of these guys, Oliver Josh Oliver, the like t- tight end three, four in, in Baltimore. He played a lot this year for Baltimore. Josh Oliver, Johnny Smith was traded. But the other guys that have signed, Andrew Beck and Chris Manhurts. I haven't heard of either of them. They signed no. $3 million-ish deals with their respective teams, two years, uh, $3 million a year. The tight end market hasn't moved. The safety market has hardly moved. We've seen some movement at the top of the tackle market, but we, we tried to say, that we didn't think they were playing in the $20 million attack, a year tackle market anyway, not this year. Anyway,
2: mm-hmm.
1: maybe next year, right? That, you can mm-hmm. see it next year. And Jonah Williams, if Jonah Williams walks, if he doesn't bounce back and he walks, if they don't find the replacement in the draft, you could see it next year. But some of these markets, I mean, running backs, has there, has there been a single? Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert re-signed with the Dolphins today. Reasonable. By the way, reasonable not not crazy money. Raheem Mostert signed for less than Samajé Piran.
3: And he's better. He's faster. I, th- I think he's better. He's
1: just more injury-prone. Yeah, the so injuries the are, are certainly a factor there. But, like, all these positions. So, so, like, say by the end of the week, they've signed Foster Moreau. They've signed... I mean why not Jermaine Illuminor, but but maybe it's Cameron Fleming but like they've signed a swing tackle and they've signed maybe it's you know Taylor Rapp at safety Are are we okay Am I okay?
3: I mean I I think that if you're if you're able to stabilize the safety spot and add an offensive lineman I think everybody will just be so, yeah, of course, I wouldn't prefer
1: Taylor Rapp. I'm kind of in on Juan Thornhill. I, I mean, sure, but like I'm picking a guy. At no, I get it. Who's like in the bucket. They're all buckets. Everything's a bucket at this time of year for me. I think Thornhill is ahead of that, like on top of that bucket. Eh, that's close.
3: Is it? Because that now I definitely want Thornhill if it's close. Because then it's similar money. And it, I should really like Taylor Rapp because he has a similar last name to me. The first three letters are
1: the same, and yet I'm I'm in on one Thornhill. I'm not sure why you think one Thornhill is so much better than Taylor Raph. I mean, yeah. I, we liked them a lot in the draft for sure, but like I, I don't see them as really disparate players. And there's some familiarity time. with Raph with the uh, the Rams connection. I mean, we overplayed well, that back. Rams
3: connection a way little. Back. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we do. I mean, I just did it <laughs> with John Johnson. Zach Taylor probably talked to John Johnson three times while he was in LA. <laughs> let's be honest, not many. Anyways, let's uh, let's keep this free agency discussion going and, and put a bow on this. And uh, who knows, maybe the Bengals will make a move by the time we get to next segment. But today's episode brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard us talk about the game app that lets you become a pro football GM that's right with ultimate football GM you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons and build a dynasty whether it's hiring the right coaches and coordinators managing all the finances including negotiating player salaries and terms maybe you're trying to go after Jermaine Illuminor or Mike Gusecki or you want to make that big trade for Darren Waller I by the way Jake I have a feeling I'm gonna get crushed for saying that I'd be eh on the idea of trading for Darren Waller for a third. But with Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for making all of those decisions. And Locked On Bengals listeners will get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON in all capitals in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps. So make sure you check it out today. To download the game, go to ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the App Store. Again, ultimate-gm.com, Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today.
0: So, so
1: we'd be okay if they sign a safety, they sign a swing tackle, they sign a tight end. The dream, that's still on the board. Let's talk about the dream, right?
3: Oh, Like is that,
1: is that Mike Gaseki, Jermaine Illuminor, Juan Thornhill? Is, is, that, is that it? I mean, those are some of the guys we've talked about.
3: Wouldn't it be Poyer if we're
1: dreaming? I mean, can, can, can they pay Poyer and Geseki? I don't know what Gusecki is going to get paid. I don't know either.
3: Like by the well, way, if you're the Jags and you franchise tagged Evan Ingram for eleven million dollars, you feel kind of silly now, don't you?
1: Well, we'll see. The tight end market, I mean, like what what is it waiting for? Is is stuff really know. waiting for Aaron Rodgers? Like we heard I, I saw at least a few people talking about and it doesn't make sense to me either, as you know. No, because none of these guys are going to to right. the Jags. They have eight tight ends, including Izama. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me either. <laughs> But some people did say like, oh, some of this stuff is going to wait on I, – I don't understand why it would wait on – the, In the tight end that Rodgers wants is Mercedes Lewis,
3: who's older yep. than us. still playing. Yeah, that, that was the report Diana Rossini mm. had. I mean, I mean, so think about that. Like Foster Moreau, Austin Hooper, Hayden Hurst, Mike Gesicki, Dalton Schultz. Who knows? By the way, all of those guys, all of them, if, if your market's thin, and we don't know for sure, but if it's, if it's not as hot as you were thinking – you do want to do the Jermaine Pratt way, where he he said it. He said, "Hey, Joe Burrow is going to be here. I should be here." I don't know if Jermaine Pratt took less or not. I don't know, but it seems natural, if, especially if you're a tight end. Linebacker is one thing. Tight end, you want to hit your wagon to to Joe Burrow, if, and that might be that might mean Hayden Hurst just saying, "Hey, I'm going to come back for that one year, three and a half million, and, and keep catching passes because I think it's going to pay off." Or Maybe it pays off big with a, a Micah Sicki or Dalton Schultz or someone like that.
1: And we'll see because the tight ends could still get paid. They could. The, the dominoes really haven't started falling like anywhere for guys that we thought would have a market. And Josh Oliver did get $7 million a year. So we, we do have that. So then everybody's going to
3: get $7 million if that's the case. Heck, you might be able to put on a few more pounds of Bilt Bar and, and get a, a contract the- at this rate.
1: The point is just that we don't know exactly where that is right now. Like, we have a lot of linebacker contracts. We have a lot of interior defensive line tra- contracts. We have a lot of edge contracts. Like, we know how those positions are looking. If the Bengals want to sign a depth guy in the defensive line, it might cost them $5 million a year. Just looking at, like, the Jaron Reed deals and the Shai Tuttle deals and the Larry Yogan Joby deals, for example. Like, all of those are, are different data points at different skill levels. David meta. And that kind of tells you that people are paying that position. Linebackers, we, we've talked about a lot with Jermaine deal, for example, which, by the way, comes in, uh, and this is new since we recorded last night, James, less than $7 million a year. It's, it's uh, not quite $21 million. It's mm-hmm. uh, 20.25 was was a number in the end, I believe. So it's $6.75 million a year. The year one cap hit suggests that the Bengals are certainly going to spend more against the cap this year they did diverge a little bit from their traditional structure in this deal there was no year one roster bonus the signing bonus was a little bit bigger than I thought it would be and usually they would instead of prorating that money they would put that into year one of the deal so the first year cap hit five million dollars or so Mm -hmm. it's a little bit smaller I thought that was going to be a typical you know it's going to be spaced evenly out Kind of contract and and instead the Bengals did save a little bit against the cap this year in that deal so that again, you know, is a little bit of a sign plus they paid him 10 million dollars on a 21 on a less than 21 million dollar deal, which is a lot of cash in year one for them, which could suggest that they're not cash for which is often a fear and they got that money. Don't worry and it suggests that they're trying to save a little bit of cap space this year like a little bit. Two million dollars here, two million dollars there. That adds up to another player, or two. Well,
3: and so, when you're trying to sign Mike Gesicki, Jamal Williams, Jermaine Illuminor, and in, insert whatever tight end you or whatever free safety you want to, or strong safety, I guess, but it doesn't really matter. You know, Taylor Rapp. You want to go Juan Thornhill? If you're doing all of those things, then you gotta you gotta save that that space and spend a little cash, Jake. That's all.
1: But they're doing it. Is the point here? Is, no, is know. that they're doing it and that this <laughs> is a breadcrumb that suggests that this is coming. We just need to be patient, wait and see what it's going to be. Like when they make I'll a move, move if we don't like it, we can rip it. If they I'll go out there and spend it. a ton of money on Devin oh, Bush yeah. or something that doesn't make any oh. sense, we're going to rip Who? them. Who? But if they go sign players that they again. like in positions where we think they need help, well, that, then we can react then. And And for now... Until those players start disappearing, and they haven't yet, there haven't been a whole lot of players I've really coveted that have been signed elsewhere. Coveted for the Bengals, anyway. Um, Jamal Williams would be fun. Sure. I mean, as a back, I think he's an upgrade from Pirine. So if you're not spending a ton, it depends on the price tag for me at running back because well, sure. they're going to have the dead money hit for Mix, if they move on there, I know and, you and, don't and like so. running backs. I get it. You don't want to spend a
3: lot, so. I get.
1: I, it. I want to spend the money on other positions.
3: I agree. I agree. Right. I'm not debating it. I'm just saying if you could upgrade Jamal Williams in a rookie, might be better than Mixon and Piron was in 2022. That's all maybe. I'm saying.
1: Yeah, maybe. I'm not in a rush at running back. There's there's more important positions to me, but we'll see what the Bengals do, and we will have you covered here when the Bengals do something. Hopefully, it's right after we finish recording, this James. We get back together. And uh, do another ten minutes because no. Hopefully it's Wednesday, not
3: Tuesday night, because we've been waiting long enough. Hopefully they, they wait until Wednesday. But we did wait. Yeah, that, that's me could. selfishly saying that. That's all.
1: I'm uh, I mean, it. I am looking at my other monitor here just to make sure, and uh, nothing. Believe me, nothing is alert. Rather... Oh wait, nothing is not... Oh come gotcha. on, gotcha. Just gotcha. <laughs> that's gonna do it for this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. Like I said, we're back when the Bengals make a move or tomorrow. Until then, Bengals fans, stay patient. I'm trying to. day, and have a good one.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft.